Hello and welcome to Cubicles in Christ. Kelly Johnson, certified leadership coach and founder of Be Well My Soul, is on a mission to encourage and inspire you to be spiritually authentic and thrive in life. Let's join the conversation with Kelly now. What are you waiting on? During our time together, we are going to talk about waiting patiently on the Lord. Let's pray. Gracious Father, thank you for this opportunity to just dwell and abide in your presence. Holy Spirit, we invite you into this moment. Help us to shake off whatever is on our mind right now, whatever challenge, whatever frustration we might have right now. Father, we just invite you to guide and direct our thoughts. Your word says that your ways and your thoughts are not like ours. And so as we look into your word, help us to think more like you. We thank you for this opportunity to learn more about your word and to learn more about your character and to learn more about what you have in store for us. I ask you to bless the plans and the purposes that you have for each and every person under the sound of my voice. We give you all the glory and honor, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, as a quick reminder, the Thrive series on Cubicles in Christ has a slightly different format from our normal episodes, which tends to focus on spiritual authenticity in our careers and our businesses. Think of the Thrive series as a mini devotional. It's a combination of biblical inspiration with practical ideas on how to thrive. So today we're going to talk about waiting patiently for the Lord. I'm not a patient person, and this is always a challenge for me. But let's first define what it means to wait patiently. I believe when we are waiting patiently, it's with a sense of confident expectation. I heard a pastor share that perspective, and I wanted to share it with you because I think it is a little bit of a misperception that waiting on the Lord is a time of idleness of wasting time, not really doing anything, with the biblical type of waiting patiently on the Lord. No one is sitting on the couch eating bonbons, right? We're not eating a gallon of bluebell ice cream right now. That's not the kind of waiting we are talking about. So during our time together, I want you to feel free to pause and reflect as often as you need so that you can allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you I know we all live very busy lives, and sometimes it can be difficult to just get away and be quiet with the Lord. This is your time with Him. Grab a journal or just take notes on an app in your phone, but write down what comes to your mind and your heart during this session. I have three key points I want to share with you today about waiting patiently on the Lord. The first is patience takes strength. Again, patience takes strength. Psalms 27.14 says, and I'm using the New Living Translation, which is one of my favorite translations, but feel free to use whatever works best for you. Psalm 27.14 says, wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. I want you to know that you are not weak. I'm not weak because we are waiting on on the Lord. We are learning to rely on and trust the Lord on a deeper level when we wait for him. Many people wonder, and I'm often asked, 
well, what am I supposed to do while I'm waiting? That's a great question. And I look to an answer that I found in the book Experiencing God by Henry Blackaby. Those of you who have been listening to Cubicles in Christ for a while or who follow my blog at BeWellMySoul.com, you know that I love Experiencing God by Henry Blackaby. In his book, he says that we should do everything the Lord has guided us to do up until this point. I'm going to say that one more time. When we're waiting on the Lord, Henry Blackaby suggests that we should do everything that we already know to do. If you feel like you haven't heard directly from the Lord, use scripture as your guide. For example, if you're waiting on the Lord to heal and restore your marriage, well, while you're waiting, be the most biblical wife that you can be and ask God to cover you and your efforts with his grace and mercy. No one is perfect, and we're not going to be the perfect wife. We're not going to be the perfect daughter. We're not going to be the perfect business owner. But do all that you know to do in that moment and use scripture as your guide. Remember, God is a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. And so he is so faithful and he will absolutely meet us where we are. Here's a question for you. How has the Holy Spirit guided you up until this point? How has the Holy Spirit guided you about the specific issue that you're waiting on up until this point. Again, remember to pause and reflect as much as you need. This is your time with the Lord. My second point about waiting patiently for the Lord is that we should minimize distractions. Psalm 37 verse 7 says, Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Now let's first look at the first part of that verse, which says, be still in the presence of the Lord. Daily devotional time is so important. Can't emphasize it enough. And I have not always been super disciplined about that in my own spiritual walk. But as I have matured, it has become increasingly important and so vital to my sanity and my spiritual growth. So at the start of this year, I went through a process to really think about how to restructure my day to be more effective in all areas as a wife, as a mom, as a business owner, as someone who volunteers in ministry work. With all of the hats that I wear, it was really important to me to make sure that I'm maximizing each and every aspect of my day. And so there were multiple reasons for doing this, but one important factor was making sure that I was not rushing my devotional time with the Lord. And I get it. We are all super busy. I've said that before. And so sometimes a five-minute devotional is all you can squeeze in. That's okay. There's no condemnation here. There's no judgment here. But I also know that in order to really get in the presence of the Lord, it takes some time. Why? Because we have to decompress from whatever has happened the previous day or whatever is on our mind. And so sometimes it just takes quiet time to really get in the presence of the Lord. And I want that for you because I know it's been so vital in my own walk as well. Ask yourself, how am I doing with consistently spending quality time with the Lord. 
what might you do differently to make sure you are getting in the presence of the Lord on a consistent basis? Again, this is deeply personal, and I am not going to try to prescribe exactly what you should be doing. You know what you need. You know how much time you need in order to truly get into the presence of the Lord on a regular basis. Now, let's go deeper with this look at distractions. Another potential distraction is looking at what's going on in other people's lives. We compare ourselves to others on so many levels. What we wear, what size we wear, what our hair looks like, how we talk, how we walk. The list goes on and on. All of those things are a distraction. And it's going to take some mental discipline to stop ourselves from going down that rabbit hole. Recognize this distraction in particular for what it is. It is a tactic of the enemy. The enemy wants us looking at other people and comparing ourselves. It breeds covetousness, and we know how the Lord feels about covetousness. So the second point is we have to minimize distractions while we're waiting patiently on the Lord. The first point is that patience takes strength. Now, let's look at the third and final point for today. Timing is everything. 1 Peter 5 verse 6 says, and this is the good news. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Isn't that so cool? I love that verse. When we are waiting on the Lord, sometimes it's not that he doesn't want us to have it. Sometimes he is using the waiting period to develop us for what he has in store for us. No one would give a three-month-old baby a steak to eat. I'm talking filet mignon, right? No one would give a three-month-old baby that to eat. Why? Because they're not ready. And it would severely harm the baby if they try to eat the steak. Now, they probably wouldn't know what they were doing either, but you get the point. We have to trust that God knows what's best for us. And he also knows when it is best for us. I know, I know, we've got it going on in so many areas of our life, but we have to trust that God knows what's best for us and that his timing is perfect. Sometimes he's just using that to develop us, but also we are connected to so many people in our families, in our workplaces, on our jobs, in our businesses, and perhaps God is wanting to use you to connect or to touch someone else's life, but he's got to orchestrate that divine assignment. We never know how God is going to use us to touch other people's lives, how he may want to use us to draw all men unto him. Just know that there is a plan and a purpose for you. There's a right and appointed time for you. And at that right time, God will lift you up in honor. But we first have to be humble. As 1 Peter 5 and 6 says, humility is not just not bragging about ourselves. I believe we, we humble ourselves when we wait patiently for the Lord. Why? Because if we think we know what is the right time and the right way to do something, we're actually exalting ourselves into the place of God because we're directing our path. The Word of God says, 
that if we acknowledge him in all of our ways, he will direct our path. That direction is not just north-south, east-west. Direction can also mean timing. When is the right time for me to go back to school? When is the right time for me to advance in my career? When is the right time for me to start a family? All of those things may be a part of your future, or they might be a part of your present right now. But just know that God's timing is always incredibly, incredibly perfect. Let's get ready to close out in prayer. I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Thrive series. And I pray that God uses this to speak to your heart and speak to your mind. And I would love it if you would share with me how Cubicles in Christ is blessing you. Let's go before the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, that we can wait patiently for you. Thank you, Lord, that you have us in the palm of your hand and that we are the apple of your eye. Lord, I thank you that you care about everything that we care about. You know the number of hairs on our head. Lord, you are with us when we sit down and you are with us when we get up. We thank you for that today, Lord. We bless you today. We honor you and give you all the glory. Lord, there are times when it is so hard to wait. Lord, calm our anxious heart. Lord, help us to trust you. Help us to be fully persuaded. Just like Abraham was fully persuaded that you were able to do what you said you would do. And Lord, for those of us who may be struggling to hear you right now, I ask you to open our spiritual ears. Help us to see you with spiritual eyes, Father. Will you give us wisdom and discernment to understand what you would have us to do right now, right now, today? Your word says that today is the day of salvation. Lord, we need to hear a word from on high. We are looking towards the hills from where comes our help. Our help comes from you, Lord. And I'm asking you to touch and help every single person under the sound of my voice. Help us to wait patiently for you. Help us to be strong and courageous. Help us to be humble. Help us to trust you, Lord. We love you and we honor you. We give you all the glory. And we thank you for the plans and the purposes that you have for us. Plans to prosper us. Plans to give us a hope and a future. I thank you for blessing every single person connected to each of us, Lord God. Lord, here we are. Use us. Help us to answer your call. Help us to walk in obedience. Help us to seek you first, your kingdom and your righteousness. And help us to know that everything else will be added unto us when we spend time with you. Lord, if for those who might be struggling with squeezing you in into the busy day, I pray that you give them the grace to find just a few extra minutes with you every single day. And I thank you that you are a rewarder for those who diligently seek you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining this episode of Cubicles in Christ. Be sure to visit BeWellMySoul.com for fresh biblical inspiration and practical ideas to thrive in life. May you grow in peace, love, and soul prosperity.